Another episode of the Jock Talk podcast. We got Matt. We got Brock. How are we doing today, Brock? Great. Great as always. How are you doing, Matt? Oh, fantastic. You know, it's uh, getting closer and closer to game day. It is Thursday night as we are recording this. Uh, so T-minus however many hours until Sunday afternoon. Uh, we got Packers. We got Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Matt LaFleur, young, you know, good-looking head coach versus the weirdo hat-wearing Bruce Arians. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a good yeah. It's going to be a it's going to be a good game. I know we're both excited for it. Uh, we'll have our predictions for you guys. We'll have our uh, weekly, you know, picks, our two locks and our upsets. We'll give you guys the fantasy six-pack. Uh, we got our top 5, so we got a good show planned for you guys. So, before we get into it, like and subscribe on YouTube if you have not already. You can follow us on Twitter at Jock Talk Show, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jock Talk Show. If you're listening to this on YouTube or Facebook, you can also get this on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can always also look us up on the Instagram and the TikTok. So uh, with that being said, Brock, let's hop right into it. Yes, sir. Like, like we said, we got we got the Packers. We got the Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers coming off a loss, uh, like we were talking about Big before one. the show. Little mini buy uh, for them. They lost last Thursday. The Packers coming off of a full bye week couldn't have come at a perfect time, you know. Yes. With uh, you know Devonte, Kenny Clark, full participants in practice these last few days. So it's looking like the Packers are going to be almost full strength. Yeah, it, it's definitely like I said last show is. Uh, don't like the early buys, but kind of ask for a better time. Um, everybody's getting healthy, but you look on the opposite side of the ball and on the Buccaneers, and they are they're still banged up. Um, Mike Evans banged up, Chris Godwin banged up, their whole wide receiving crew banged yep. up. Um, Gronk, every, like they have a lot of injuries as well, and still to be seen if they will actually play. A lot of limited participants this this week in practice, so. It would be big. It'd be big if a handful of them couldn't play. But if they're not, I am very confident that we have a strong, strong core of guys, even guys that are going to step up because Kevin King looks, looks probably of it that he probably won't play, which is big. Um, opposite side of Jair, Jair is active. That that was announced today that he will play. Um, it's going to be like they got. Two great wide receivers, and I mean, Gronk has looked bad, but he's still oh, Gronk. Awful. He's still a big body that you gotta tackle. You can't tackle him with just one guy, especially uh, Darnell Savage. He's tiny. You, you're gonna lay his shoulder into. I mean, him. I think, think it'll be more likely it'll probably be Adrian Amos, but yeah, mo- I mean, most Gronk, likely. But like you said, he looks awful, but he's just not not just like you know dropping passes or anything like that. He just looks so slow, like not like just not good at all so like i'm not uh not saying i want this to happen but i wouldn't be surprised if you saw preston on him at points throughout this game which you know preston has not been good in coverage you know it's not his forte but i wouldn't be surprised to see that yeah definitely i mean one thing um everyone tries to do especially to brady bring pressure he's not mobile um Zadarius has to have a big game this week, I feel like. Uh, and having the interior pressure with Kenny Clark coming back, I mean, that is that is huge. And then the resurgence of our 
other D linemen that have played well. Um, Lowry Kingsley. has played, yeah, Kingsley has played huge in the absence. So to give him that confidence to go against this offensive line and a legendary quarterback in Tom Brady, I mean, that's going to be huge. He's not going to be moving around. He's not going to be moving like Kirk. Sad to say that, <laughs> but he's not, he's not going to be outside the pocket. So keep him inside the pocket, put the pressure, collapse that pocket. I feel like, I mean, he's been, he hasn't been great. He's had, he had his five touchdown game. Yes. But he has not been, you, there's, you can see, you can start to see his age in some of his throws. You can and, tell that he's a 43 year old trying to play in the NFL. Yeah. He, he's a little bit slow coming out the release i mean he's thrown pick sixes and that's that'd be a, a another, fourth, is, down? fourth down wait what like like even when watching that play i was like why did he throw that like that wasn't even close to being open yep. he just and then turns out he doesn't even know what down it is so he's kind of showing his age and um, it's it's something we gotta Green Bay's gotta take uh, advantage, take advantage of. of. Yep. Yeah, like none of these tip balls getting caught in between three people again. That can't happen. Yep. So yep. it's it, it's big that we we force turnovers. Um, yes. Yeah, so, or so even just take take advantage of the bad plays. Like, yeah, for sure. Keep them in third and long. Make Brady pass it. Yep. I think that is our. A big key to the game is make Brady pass on third and long. So there's two things I want to bring up that you kind of already hit on. So um, you talk about, you know, Tom Brady's not going to scramble like Kirky did or like what uh, even hell, even what Matt Ryan or Drew Brees were able to get out of the pop pocket and throw on the run a little bit. But, you know, pressure, you know, for old quarterbacks, it's pressure up the middle. You know, they can't escape the pocket. So it's pressure up the middle. You know, we always see Kenny Clark getting the push on the inside. We see Z lining up over the center, over off the center shoulder. Sometimes um, I think he's going to, he has the potential to have a big game. Uh, you know, it might be one of those games where you get two or three, just one of those easy sacks that, you know, Brett gave up late in his career you see Tom or Peyton Manning. Down. Exactly. Um, and then, so I think, I think that's the big thing is getting pressure, but more specifically is just getting that pressure um, up the middle is going to be a big part of, the potential of Packers success. Yeah. That, that's, that's the one thing that Brady, honestly, maybe early in his career we saw, but as of late, uh, the Patriots used to protect him and protect him. Well, he, he seemed to never be touched. And now this offensive line isn't as good as that Patriots offensive line was. He, they're giving up pressures. He's getting hit. I mean, so us to just give that pressure up the middle make him see defenders at all times and not give him wide open passing lanes. I mean, it could, it could either be a big day for this green Bay defense to finally step up and make, make real big plays for the Packers. Or if we give him time, he's one of the best and he's going to tear us apart. Yeah. So we all know, I mean, five, four or five years, you know, Tom Brady likes to get rid of the ball quick. Yep. Um, the one thing we need to keep out an eye out for, we all know Jair is an aggressive cornerback. Let's say, you know, he, they go a slant and go. If if Mike the Evans. line yep, if the line's able to give him enough time, um, I I can I can see that being a potential issue. Uh, but you know, Matt LaFleur, um, 
to a lesser extent, a little bit Mike Pettin, uh, but the Packers coaching staff as a whole has been great this season at making the necessary adjustments uh, with the exception of their prevent defense when they're up by two scores and a field goal. And then, you know, it's easy yardage and easy scoring for, yeah. for the opposition. But um, we've all seen stats on Twitter, on ESPN, uh, you know, Packers, number one pass block win rate team in the NFL. Um, the Buccaneers, number one pass rush win rate. I'll say that five times fast. Uh, <laughs> number one team in the NFL. So, you know, it's a good good offensive line versus a good defensive line. Um, the Bucks are allowing, what is it, 58 yards a game rushing. Yep. So, Just about, um, yeah. You know, the Packers have been one of the better rushing teams in the NFL this year between Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. You know, maybe we'll see a little bit of A.J. Dillon. Who knows? But uh, hope so. Hope so. Get him get him some touches. Yeah. So so outside of, you know, the offensive line versus defensive line, getting that pressure up the middle. My last key to the game. And you talked about it a little bit with the injury report. You know, if Mike Evans plays. Who guards him? You know, Kevin King is that guy who normally guards the bigger yeah. receivers. Um, you know, Jair's what, 5'11", 6 foot maybe? Yeah. Um, so, you know, who guards Mike Evans? You know, he hasn't had a huge year catch and yardage wise, but he has been a red zone beast this year. And I believe he still leads the league in touchdowns um, so far. So those three things are my keys to the game uh, for the Packers to come out with the W. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Got to stop Mike Evans if he plays. Um, again, I mean, Ronald Jones had a big game this uh, past week against the Bears, yep. which is a, usually a pretty good run def- defending team. So it's another wrinkle in their little playbook. I mean, that was Ronald Jones, and they still got Leonard Fournette back there if he plays. I mean, that's yep. a really good one-two punch that can't we can't let get going. If Tom Brady has a run game, that's another staple of his his success is having a really diverse run game and just attacking you at different different levels, different angles, and that's one of the main reasons he's been successful is they can yep. throw you so many different ways you don't know what's coming. Yep. So the Packers have to limit the big play, I feel like, is keep everything underneath, keep everything in front. I mean, yeah, I mean, still be aggressive, but we do not give that play over the top. Don't don't give them those quick score, quick scores. We Green Bay's shown this season that we can score quick, we can score slow. Yep. We can do, so far not a lot of people have been able to stop us. Bucks defense. This is our re- first real test on Absolutely. defense. Uh, uh, honestly, but um, if if the Saints had Michael Thomas, that probably would have been the biggest test. But he was not there, so now is the biggest test. We got a big three-game stretch coming up here. I think we got the 49ers next week, and then the Vikings after that. That's a tough three-game stretch, and I mean we got to start it off hot, coming off the bye. Um, another key to the game always is don't start off slow. Um, I think that's one of our biggest keys that we always talk about is we cannot start off slow. We we got to <clears throat> score on that first possession. I think Green Bay has scored on their first possession every drive so far this year, I believe. And to keep that up and put uh, Tom Brady behind or whatever, 
early would be key to the Packers' success. Yeah, last thing before we get to predictions, get off the field on third downs. Yes, Um, yes. Predictions, Packers, 34, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 31. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. Uh, I think um, all the pundits, all ESPN, all they want to talk about is, you know, the fact that it's Brady versus Rodgers, Rodgers versus Brady. But we all know it's a team game. Um, no one guy is going to win or lose the game for us. But Aaron Rodgers, 300 plus yards, Devontae Adams, double digit catches and. A.J. Dillon scores a touchdown. That would be absolutely huge, especially for a young guy to get that confidence against a good Buccaneers defense and just, it's just showing we, I, I can do this against the big boys, the big, big boys giving up 58 total rushing yards a game and him to be able to punch in a touchdown would be absolutely crucial. I have the green Bay Packers 31 the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 27, again, a higher scoring game. I think Aaron Rodgers has another, three touchdown performance to kind of add to his MVP candidacy and Aaron Jones, the guy we haven't really talked about uh, yet, but I think he is going to be key. He needs to be key in the pass game. He needs to be key in the running game. Um, I think he has 125 plus purpose yards. I know it's not much, but it is for us, for us it is huge like because like we said earlier they've given up 58 58 total rushing yards so it's going to be key for just to get him going even just to get yeah. him going a little bit and um my biggest key we need turnovers i think the packers get two two turnovers the packers get uh, one by Brady, one I think they punch a ball out like on a kick return or something and set us up and kind of, kind of just give us give us a break that we need in this uh, high scoring affair to kind of either bring us back or just set us apart at the at the middle or at late end of the game. One thing I didn't bring up: five plus sacks. Ooh, that's big time. That's big time. All right, so we both have the Packers winning. Surprise, surprise. Uh, you know. Go pack, go. We're those kind of people, you know. Gotcha. Whatever. I went, I went three and zero again last week. Brock, two and one for you, I believe. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys uh, rallying around around Dak uh, kept you from going undefeated. But you know, uh, I just want to talk about our fantasy. You know, that's what we're going to do next. Our fantasy six pack last week killed it. Uh, what do we have last week? Uh, let's see. Robbie Tyler Johnson, Anderson. boom. Robbie Anderson, Tyler Johnson, Dalvin Cook, David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins killed it. Juju Smith-Schuster, we chose the wrong wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The thought but, uh, process was correct. It's just the wrong outcome, different, uh, different, uh, mean, different player. But you know, we, mean, the thought process was there. Attack the Steelers wide receivers. Um, yeah. So, but we also didn't assume that. Mr. Chase Claypool would have what four total touchdowns or three total touchdowns? Yep, yep. And I mean, easily one of those goes to Juju, and we're sitting here talking a totally different game. For sure. So, I mean, let's let's get started off. Who you got uh, with your first pick? 
Number one, making some sweet seat music. Kenny G, Kenny Galladay, Detroit Lions versus the Jaguars. Yes, the Jags are probably going to get back. Josh Allen, Miles Jack, and C.J. Henderson. But they're still trash. Kenny Galladay's a beast. Uh, Matt Stafford's been playing, you know, good football when he hasn't been hurt these last few years. Kenny Galladay would not be surprised to see him wind up as a top three fantasy football wide receiver this week. I'm going the same game. Opposite team. I'm going Mr. James Robinson. Everybody's been able yes. to run over the, the the Detroit Lions so far and James Robinson's looked good. Like he has, yes, he's yes. he's played very well for uh the Jaguars even recent weeks weeks given a I mean he's one of the highest um uh pay, or priced players on DraftKings and FanDuel and rightfully so. I mean and to have him line up against one of the worst rush defenses in the league, I think it could be this could be a high-scoring game. This uh, Jacksonville Detroit game, so Absolutely. maybe stack up a couple players from this week uh, for from that game this week. Number two, sticking with the wide receiver position, Calvin. I got shut down by Jair, Jair Alexander Ridley. Came back last week with a good game. Uh, pretty sure he's still the number one receiver in all of fantasy football, even with that zero catch, zero yard performance against the Packers. Um, Calvin Ridley, as long as the game goes as planned, which I think it's looking like it will. Calvin Ridley, absolute smash. Again, going opposite side of the ball or opposite side, opposite team. We're going Justin Jefferson against that porous Atlanta defense. Um, I mean, Thielen is still Thielen, but Justin Jefferson, he's he's that big play, splash, slant, screen, everything. deep threat, everything. I mean, we'd love to see him in uh, green and gold, but here he is in purple, <laughs> yellow. But I think I could see a huge game, again, really high-scoring game, uh, possibility in, in that game. I mean, no defense is to be played, and... We're all about offense right now. Number three, David Montgomery. The Bears are rumored to be in on Le'Veon Bell. Uh, whether he decided not to sign with them or the Bears not deciding to pursue him just shows the confidence in David Montgomery. Uh, Trey Cohen's already out for the year, so he's really their only back besides Cordero Patterson, technically their backup running back. So, David Montgomery goes up against the Carolina Panthers. Todd Gurley looked like Todd Gurley from three years ago against them last week. So uh, David Montgomery, um, again, I wouldn't be surprised to see him be a top three fantasy back this week. I'm not going the same game this time, so don't you worry about that. (sighs) I'm going to go the same position, though. Wisconsin's own. Yeah, boy. Jonathan Taylor against... Uh, the Bengals this week giving up they're giving up 160 rushing yards a game. Another defense that is not very good. And I mean, I think the Colts will be up early. I think the Colts defense will give uh, Joe Burrow some problems. I like Joe Burrow. He's looked pretty good so far. And I think the, the Colts got a decent defense. I mean, I think they control the clock. JT one one touchdown catch one touchdown run sets you up really well for this week. 
All right. Fantasy six pack. There it is. That uh, is a great segue. Great transition into our locks and upset of the week. My first lock of the week is also an upset, but this is my lock of the week. You know, the uh, the Indianapolis Colts are going to apparently only score 14 points because uh, JT is going to have two touchdowns. So the Cincinnati Bengals led by Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I believe they're going to possibly get Geno Atkins uh, back this week. Uh, we're going to play again this week. So the Cincinnati Bengals will upset and I guarantee a victory against the Indianapolis Colts. Up, lock number Gu- one. Guarantee. I mean, going three and zero. I mean, you might you might uh, like it, but I I'm going a little bit uh, easier on this this first pick. I'm gonna go Ravens over the Eagles. I think Carson Wentz implodes. And More on him later. I think he implodes in that Ravens defense. Uh, Mark Ingram was uh, in a in an interview earlier, and they they obviously know they have not performed. And honestly, coming off a subpar performance by Lamar this past weekend, oh, I, I think I think it's a uh, a very big scoring game. I mean, that could be another guy you want to look at. I mean, man, higher price in your daily fi- fantasy sports is uh, Mark Andrews, but I could see a big week out of this Baltimore team and. Absolutely. The Eagles haven't looked very much, very good either. So I think that that's my yeah. first lock of the week. My second lock of the week. And as, as I told Brock pre-show, if you would have told me that I was picking all three of these teams to win in the same week a year ago, you would have thrown a TV at me. I Number understand. two, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and it's not because it's the Dolphins. Yes, they, they looked good last week. It's, you know, Whoever the Jets are playing, just whoever the Jets are playing. Miami Dolphins, guaranteed it. Lock it down. I mean, take it to the bank. If they if they play anything like a if they play one quarter like they played against uh, the 49ers last week, that's an easy W. This game, easy. I could I could very much see the Jets scoring zero points. Yeah, they don't. Is Flacco playing again? Yes, yes, he is. I mean, Jamison Crowder looks good. DraftKings um, stud, you know, full point PPR over there. Uh, but Jets, no bueno. Nah, they. I mean, that's just a that's a mess over there. I think Adam Gase is gone after this week. He, he better be. <laughs> what else does he have to do? Um, my second lock: Rams over the 49ers. 49ers again looked bad last week. Oh, Jimmy G's. Jimmy G's ankle still hurt while well, they still sucked. Um, I mean, yes, the 49ers lost a lot of people on injuries, a lot. But I, I think the Rams, they, they're going to start hitting their stride here pretty soon. Sean McVay, another good young coach, I think, gets that team going here. Robert Woods looked good last week. They, they hit a couple big plays, a little closer game than they liked last week. But... I think uh, I think this week they take care of business of their their in-state rival. Upset pick of the week: the Washington Football Team <laughs> over the New York Giants. 
I don't know if it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if it's going to be I almost died Alex Smith, Kyle Allen. Hell, I don't care if Ron Rivera suits up at quarterback. Washington football team upset the New York Gigantes. Yeah, I mean, if, see, <laughs> um, I asked him this question. How is that an upset? They're playing the Giants. I mean, talk to Vegas, baby. Yeah, I, yeah, yep. That's what you're gonna have to do because that is, that is might be one of the worst games <laughs> of the week. And what you're thinking, seven zero? It could, it could uh, be like that that mud bowl that happened a few years back, where it was it was the 49ers Redskins, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, football team. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, was, I think it was just last. Just last year, I want to see a score yeah. gummy. I want to see a a five to two win. Okay, that <laughs> would be. How about why not just three to two? Nah, three. five okay. to two. Safety and a safety and a field goal. Uh, that would be very very probable with that team. That those two teams going at it. My upset pick of the week. One of the best games of the week, I think. I think one of the most even games of the week, but I'm going the Browns over the Steelers. Browns have looked good. Steelers have looked good. It's a hard pick to pick, but I'm going the Browns over the Steelers with my upset. Lock it in. There we go. There we go. You uh, you know what uh, what segment is absolutely just sweeping America right now, Brock? What 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 is that? Do we what is it a top is it top top two? No. Top, top four. five. Top, top five. Top Top five this week for you guys. Last week we did the what was our top, top five sports movies. That's right. Top five sports movies. We're sticking with the TV. Top five TV shows of all time. Oh, this was tough. This was tough. We're uh, we're in that perfect age, you know. We you could go back to uh, some cartoons when you were younger, you know, some some oh. Rugrats, some Wild Thornberries. I didn't though. I did not. not I did, I did not though. either. So we're gonna start at number five, Brock. We're gonna work our way up to number one. I know we each have an honorable mention because we're cheaters and it's way too hard to pick just five. So it's way too hard just to pick six because you just named off like three that could easily yeah. be in my top five. Maybe that maybe that's next one. Next top five kids shows. There we go. Or childhood TV nineties TV shows. Next one. Next time. Next time. That's right. Or early two (laughs) thousands. Number five. This might be the show that some of you have never heard of. It was a ESPN two slash ESPN classic hosted by the late great Stuart Scott. My number five. Stump the Schwab. Stump the Schwab. Uh, he was what a this, solid uh, pick. This big, just mean-looking dude. Just you know, he came back, right? Trivia. They, yep. They did a little spinoff. It was terrible. Yep. Yes, yes. Uh, just absolute uh, sports knowledge up the wazoo. Some of it pointless. Some of it interesting. But just a real smart dude. Uh, so my number five, Stump the Schwab. Yeah, solid pick. Solid. Forgot about that one. But I'm going five. It's a competitive show. One of our favorites. 
The Master Chef. Oh, that series. Jeez. That's oh Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I mean, you could go. I could do a top five Gordon Ramsay show. Of like yeah, that is. Oh, wow. It's yeah. taken some turns over the years too. It has. The way it's, that they've. Uh, oh yeah. Started that's, judging that's people. One. Yep. Yeah. It's not Junior. It is not oh, Junior. Oh God, no. It's not Junior. Gordon Ramsay is too nice. Too yep. nice. It I is. Wanted, I want a nice Gordon Ramsay. I'd go listen to. You know, James Corden or something. Got the same <laughs> stupid accent. I don't know. There you go. My number four. Judge me all you want, guys. Brock, this one may be on your list, too. My number four is New Girl. Solid choice. Solid <laughs> choice. Funny TV show. Great characters between... Relatable Sh- characters. Schmidt like- and Nick. Nick is uh, just my... Nick is my spirit animal. Everybody says I'm Nick. I'm a Nick. Yeah. They say I'm a Nick. I'm kind of the. I don't know. I don't know what it's about me. But maybe uh, my wife or uh, Drake can tell me a little bit more why I'm a Nick. But but I guess it, more the fact that my wife is Jess. So it could be more of that. <laughs> but speaking of Drake, my number four. Drake and Josh. Classic okay. show. I mean, for some reason I thought you were going like Degrassi there for some oh, reason. <laughs> I guess I, I see I see that. It, but this was that was this was a better segue. Drake and Josh, all time favorite, like like comedy, just pure comedy. It just, before they turned into before I they turned you into, a troll. <laughs> they they turned it. They both turned into weirdos there for a little bit. They did, but yeah. uh. Fat Josh, Skinny Josh, they were both funny all the seasons. I mean, classic, classic show. My number three, they've rebooted it once. There's been rumors about doing it a second time. Um, Dylan will attest to this. My number three favorite show of all time is Prison Break. Michael Schofield, great character. Um, It's just one of those things where I could – I, I rewatch it like once a year. Once I kind of forget what happens throughout the series, and I start to rewatch it again. Just a classic Fox television show. And for me, another or kind of segues off yours a little bit of criminals, criminal minds. Number three. Good one. That's a good one. It, no spoilers. It, My wife and I are on season eleven right now. Oh, don't worry. I'm on, I'm I'm on season six. So. That's probably when you started watching. You didn't start from the beginning and with uh, Gideon. No, we started. I think I started season two or three, maybe. Uh, without, but without Gideon, you got to yep. see the Gideon episodes. Though. All Those right, are good ones. Favorite Criminal Minds character on three. Ready? Hang one. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's tough. I. One, two. Dang, I'm not ready. Three. Spencer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Spencer. Yeah. Uh, his, he's gone through some shit too, so it's crazy. <laughs> like, like between his mom, him being tortured, like, yeah. Oh, uh, you probably didn't see that. Him being tortured. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go back Way and go. watch it. Go, like, actually, start it over and watch it. Jesus. All right. What's it? Number two. Number two. Speaking of criminals. Speaking of uh, a, a day Chanel, 
We're going with Bones with Ooh. Emily Deschanel instead of Zoe Deschanel. Um, again, just a just great TV show. Um, you know, it's just one of those. Yep, yeah, it was it's one of those things. Again, I watch it about once a year. Once I forget about things happening. Um, one of my all-time favorites. Obviously, it's number two on my list. My number two. New Girl. Again, there we go. For the, for the same reason. The, the characters, the everything about that show. If you have not watched New Girl, ain't gonna lie, I was a skeptic at first. My wife told me, "Oh, you gotta watch New Girl. You'd like it. You'd love the it so much." I was like, "The name of the show will turn off guys everywhere." Yes. Just by the name of it. Men, go watch New Girl. Yes. It is great. It is more men than girls, and Cece's not bad to look at. My wife doesn't watch these videos, so I agree. I concur. Uh, <laughs> yeah, neither does mine. <laughs> Great wives we have. Number one, without a doubt, is the, the most overrated show. television show of all time. The building of characters, the the laughs, the tears. The seriousness, the drama, the cliffhangers. I couldn't imagine what I'm watching this on, on TV when it was actually it's on. Cringeworthy. The Office is the greatest TV show of all time. Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, Jim Halpert are some of the greatest TV show characters of all time. They do the Office. Have, they have very good one-liners and just punchlines and all that like memorable lines i'll give them that but the most legend wait for it dairy show of all time is how i met your mother and if you think otherwise i don't even know how it's on not on your list it is absolutely blasphemous i'll tell you what it's not even on my honorable that's, a, that's absolutely blasphemous. How I Met Your Mother is the greatest show of all time. You talk about cliffhangers. You talk about tears. Marshall dad, Marshall's dad dying. Oh, my God. Oh, the, the, the playbook. The unlimited characters of Barney Stinson. Oh, my God. It is. No one asked you, Patrice. <laughs> greatest show Honorable of all time. mention. Show that my wife got me into by showing me a, a, a clip on YouTube. Uh, it's just it's great. I watch reruns basically probably every other day. The Impractical Jokers. Oh my God! Why I don't know how that was on my list. Yep, oh, I made this so, list. And totally. That's my about number it. six honorable mention. What do you got, Brock? What do we got? Honorable mention time. I I, I want to change it now, but no, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll stick to my guns. Another competition show. Again, another show that we talked about. <laughs> we love Ink Master. That's right. I mean, used the, to. I used to. I I still I watched watch. it in a few seasons myself personally, but yes. I I have watched every season so far. Unfortunately, they weren't unable to show us. And maybe I haven't even tried to look to see the it was the final they were about to do the final tattoos. The final three were about to go at it and COVID hit and they're like, Well, we can't do our live show now and you can't tattoo. I was yep. like, oh, great. <laughs> so but 
the amount of artwork that they do is absolutely incredible. Some of the challenge they do is incredible. It makes me want to get my whole body tattooed, but I will not. <laughs> unfortunately. No, not unfortunately. There's just certain things. I, I want meaningful pieces for myself. Yeah. But when I, I do, gonna, I will get great tattoos. I'm going to cheat and throw this other one out. That 70s show based right here in Wisconsin. Talk about great character building oh. between Fez, Foreman, Hyde, Kelso. Yeah. Uh, look at the the stars who got their starts basically from that show. But I think, moving I think, on, uh, I'll, I'll I'll say one more since you got one more. One of the, I believe it was you who said one of the most overrated shows of all times is BMS The Blue Mountain State. It is a great show. It's not even overrated. It's not even good enough to be overrated. It's just oh not funny. Period. Moving on. I'll drink to that. Let's go. Let's do this. this I have a twisted tea here, boys. I know your buddy is your buddy Drake who likes these things. They are delicious. They are nutritious. They have all the lemon uh, for your vitamins and minerals you need. Um, You got the peach. You got the. No, uh, this is the original. original? I'm a I'm I'm original kind of guy. Let me tell you what. Uh, I know I went Italian with that. (laughs) I'll drink to that. This is our bold prediction for the week. Segment, I have, you mentioned it earlier, Carson Wentz does not finish the game as the Eagles quarterback, whether because of injury or just general suckiness. Jalen Hurts season. I'll drink to that. (sighs) Makes makes my my lock look even better. I mentioned this one earlier, the Browns and Steelers. That game will have a brawl, and players will be ejected. I, they're already talking about it. They're, they're, this one's for Miles Garrett. Oh, boy. They're going to be some trash talking, and it is going to get ugly. Two, what, four, one 4-1 four one team, one 4-0? Oh, let's go. This is, the, this is the battle of the AFC. Let's go. Uh, one one question for I guess it's not a it's not a a, a prime time game so we won't have the prime time camera there but what uh, what weird awkward position stance does Aaron Rodgers do in the background next we got the flex we got the wave do we get like the oh. double thumbs up or uh, uh, it's not a prime time they they have it at um I think almost every stadium. normal Fox I think I okay, think they have okay. at all all the stadiums now because. There's no fans, and they, it's the primetime, or it's just the cam now, I, I think. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But we, we, get a, is, we get a thumbs up. I'm, hey. hoping, I'm hoping for the belt. Bring back the belt. Let's, let's, let's get them to get it. All right. Bring back the belt. Hashtag bring back the belt. With that being said, guys, thank you for listening in. Again, if you're listening on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, search us up on TikTok, Instagram. If you're listening on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at Jock Talk Show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jock Talk Show. If you're listening on Anchor, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Until next week, as always, peace out and go, go. Pack. Pack. go. go. go.